What's up guys, Martin from Talk of the Town. Thanks for joining me again. So here is part two of this week's Talk of the Town podcast. I was in fact joined by Neil. He did pass a late fitness test and resumed duties. Sadly though, there is no video imagery for this podcast other than what you're seeing right now. This is because we did try and go into a few locations to record, but sadly, uh, we couldn't get the job done. Similar to Ipswich Town tonight, um, who got beat 2-0 by Rotherham. Yeah, we, we went to a few places, but music was playing over the top of us, and it just it was, wasn't working acoustic-wise. Uh, was that Peep, music top of us? Wouldn't be as good. So... For those on YouTube, what you'll see now is a lovely picture. Uh, but for those on other podcasting services, nothing uh, nothing will be any different to what you're normally accustomed to. Don't forget, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, you can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, any podcasting network that you normally would go and get your podcasts. And if you are listening on those, thank you. But you could also watch us, although not this week, granted, on YouTube. Sadly, 2-0 defeat. Don't forget, subscribe, like, leave a five-star review and join us next week for all singing, all dancing, Talk of the Town. Here is your part two podcast. Welcome back, guys, to part two of Talk of the Town, your Just Town podcast. Don't forget, you can find us on all your Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, Buzzsprout, iTunes, all of that lot. We're here with, uh, well, part two, the Rotherham fallout and what a fallout it was as always i'm joined by mr neil moles mr neil moles what are your immediate thoughts following that absolute shower uh some words you mentioned in part one yeah. are you ever really out of a game when you're two nil down we were for quite a while there absolutely um <laughs> I, if we if we start from the very first moment we, we started brightly Yep. No, let's let, let's get the positives out of the way nice Were and early. Were they penalties? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not that really looking back. And if you sat in the... I know, I know it's a different angle, but if you've got to really look back and, and drill down to see if it was a penalty, then you can't really expect a, a referee to get it right in, in game time at a different angle. But we started really well. Okay, We started brightly. We started positively. And then they scored their goal. Um, you know, the guy who is six foot nine probably about 16 stone can't be missed somehow we miss him and to be fair to the lad a very well taken goal but it's sloppy isn't it yeah they're just the whole the whole gameplay we were second to everything and then he slammed it in went through all the bodies and Worked its way in. That could have been any chance. That, that, that could have been any Utrecht Town game against Rotherham over the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. You know, any team because that was a, uh, that was absolutely abysmal. It was atrocious, uh, and there's a there's a, a game plan starting to be developed by other teams against us now, and it's it's playing to our lightweight. Yeah, thing is though, that one you could say, okay, they got lucky with that, but then a couple of moments later. There was that one that should have absolutely that sitter should have been put in, and he blazed it over the bar. Yeah, yeah, he, so yeah, he came open. Yeah, he even on right. averages, they yeah. deserved it. You know, and, and the first goal. I'm sorry, you've got to look at your goalkeeper again. Yeah, it's a powerful shot, but it's gone through him. It's gone absolutely He's flat for when he should have oh. caught it. A, tr- a terrible game from Holy, from Holy for for me. Absolutely, you know, and and that follows on from another woeful game and on to be Sunday. Fair, where were our centre backs? 
how often were they trying to play offside and they couldn't get one between them? Those two centre backs, so centre backs, centre backs should never play together again, ever, because you're both you're asking two limited ball players. Well, sorry, two limited defenders to try and be ball players. How many times did Wilson and Chambers try and bring the ball down to play football out from the back, trying to hit it eight yards too far in, uh, into touch or to a, uh, a Rotherham player? No, if I said to you before the game, what is James Wilson's strengths? Passing would not be one of them. If I said to you, what was Luke, what is Luke Chambers' main strengths? Passing wouldn't be one of them. Okay, so first and foremost, for me, Lambert has dropped the ball. Big time. He has dropped the ball with formation. And he's starting to outthink himself. Now, I'm not going to say it's rotation. I'm not going to say it's that that's playing a major part in the reason why we've had two hiccups. But he is really starting to outthink himself. Agriton Stanley at the weekend, he tries to go to 3-5-2. You could argue... The squad he had at his disposal to, to play on Sunday wasn't a 3-5-2 squad. Edwards is not a wing-back, right? Would you agree with that? Exactly. Right, you're missing downs from the, from the midfield, so why would you put Dozel in the team, who is not anywhere near the same sort of level player as, as, as uh, downs? Yep. Hasn't got the work rate, the, eff the effort, the, the, the tenacity... And tonight, when you actually have got personnel that could fit a 3-5-2, you know, Kane Vincent Young at right wing-back, Wolfenden Wilson Chambers at three centre-halves, Ugarba at left wing-back, what's he do? He goes to a 4-4 pissing two and a diamond. What did Keane do today, other than not actually do anything? And there we go. And, and, and it's another, you know, a, a baffling selection for me. If, if Downs and Norwood can be fit enough for the bench... Then Nor Norwood for me today done enough there. Yeah, but absolutely. Yeah. He came on and what he did was just beyond what Keane did for well, what was it, seventy minutes of the game? Yeah. No. I, oh, oh, without a doubt, Keane was Keane was everything we saw at Gillingham. Slow, half a yard behind the play, half a yard behind the ball. Pulled out one cruise turn there, didn't he? he yeah, but he... <laughs> <laughs> To retain possession, play it across the back four, give it back to the keeper for a lump up for but, their win. But now we're, but now, but now we're starting <laughs> to enter Dozel territory with that. Oh, he's done one cruise turn. No, but you are right. Absolutely right. But he's done one, and that's all he did. <laughs> um, you know, so first and foremost, for me, Lambert got it wrong. Yeah. Again. Okay, that's two weeks in a row. Well, two games in a row, he's got it wrong. But... Holy for their first goal has to do a lot better. Are we agreeing on that? Yep. And he's flapped at the at a couple just before that. And the second, oh my days, you're going at half time one nil down. You've not been at the races. What is, what are two things the manager will walk out of the dressing room telling you not to do? Concede early. Yeah. He will say, well, yeah, not concede early or keep it tight first fifteen. So what are we doing the first 10? If that, first five? Our senior player... Scoose. What was he even thinking? I don't know. But it was a cock-up after that as well. Oh, well, I mean, that's the story of our lives, that's <laughs> isn't, it? isn't it, really? Um, but I just don't understand what a senior player... And he did that in the first half. I don't know if you remember it, but there was a throw-in. Came into him. He turned. He turned, that, yeah. He did get body-checked, but... 
the player knew what they'd watched the videos he always does it and they knew how to stop it that was a I said to the, the guys I was watching the football with I said how old is this guy that's something you do as an 18 year old and your coach after the game says I never want to see you do that again it's like well done son you got away with it the first six games but you're not doing it because again. when it comes off it looks fantastic right yeah. but there's always a time it doesn't come off and especially tonight with the weather the pitch is slick it takes one bad bounce and skips away from a player who's not known for his pace and you're in trouble so I, you know, and he nearly was um, so he was not at it again tonight and I just feel I tweeted this out during the game Flynn Downs makes this team tick without Flynn Downs this team lacks energy conviction Convi great word conviction tenacity grit yeah it does and, and, team, and someone who can also get the ball down and yeah. actually play it. Yeah, and you know, and yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I never thought I'd say that at this point of the season, sat back in back in, back in the summer, that Flynn Downs would be the one that made, is the linchpin. But he is. And when you come against teams like Stanley and and uh, Rotherham, who are physical, who like to kick you, that's what happens. You know, you need someone with that little bit of menace in you, that devilment. To be fair, I came into this one naive. I didn't realise Rotherham played that way. I think every team will play us this way from now on because yes. if you look from back to front, we lack. You know, I've I've seen feather, I've seen feathered pedal, pillows. You know, with, with with more about them. You know what I mean? I, you know, we we wouldn't even be on a on a weight class in in, in boxing terms with that with with that light. We are we some today. It just looked like men against boys. It really did. Um, you know, if we look from back to front, what were your thoughts on Hughes going off? Oh, abysmal again! I, I don't understand John Nolan today. I'd rather have had Co Colleen Nolan out there because I think Colleen Nolan will at least give me a, a bit more effort. John Nolan today was John Nolan of QPR in the Championship mm -hmm. when every single fan turned against him. He, he was not at the races today. Garbutt's um, almost goal. Yeah, well, that little yes, bounce right yeah, for him, and he yeah. rather than try and you know cheeky little one inside the post, he tried to round the keeper, and the keeper done well to be fair to him. So, you know, you've played football at a decent level. You've been a various positioned uh, player. Just, just you know, tell the guys at home and, and remind myself really, just how important is 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 a good midfield to a team. Keeps the defence happy. Yeah. So you, you think everything plays through them, so, unless you're doing lump long to the strikers, and well, then uh, they're, they're sort of redundant then. But yeah. so would you would you say a lot of what we're seeing now is actually a result of 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 of, of, a, of, of a midfield that's just not firing? Defenders are being shown up because there's runners coming on them. Was it just the midfield today? You think in all areas they just proved more well, physical and more pacey? All, all of their big players that you think, okay, fine, they're massive, they're going to be a bit slower. They all just breezed past ours. And any ball that was loose, you think one of ours could have predicted, you know, a little bit what was going to happen. But no, they, and they just watch it unfold. We were just second to everything. Are they all carrying injuries? They can't give 110? Because I didn't see 110 out there. No. No, no. No, you're right. Absolutely. I just... 
you know, I just think maybe because obviously the last two games have been our worst two games of the season, and obviously we've missed downs and those in that game, in those two games, that, that maybe, you know, a midfield, and this is why I was asking the question, maybe a midfield hides some of those blemishes. You know, it, it stops a runner from going on to your, your, your two lumbering centre-halves, or, you know, it, it protects the lack of effort from your midfield partner. Or Did you see Jackson's shirt tug. He had it done to him all game, yeah. and then he does the worst and yeah. most blatant shirt tug. At the moment, you could start to call vital. Yeah. From my angle, it looks like it looks like you couldn't give a foul either way. It looked like he had his shirt and he had his shirt. And yeah, but how you the drew, defenders how you have the had the strikers' shirts all game, yeah. and Norwood was the only one that went against that via actually being away from the play, running into the play, and even if he didn't win the ball, he basically nailed the centre-back. And it's the only time we showed the defence that we weren't going to play their stupid little games. No. That's, that you're right, that's the only time we showed the Rotherham that we would fight in that role. Yeah. Um, it just, it just, it just, it was just a, a terrible performance. You can't get away from that. The management outthought itself again. Even with its substitutions, as you said, with Emmy Hughes, absolutely right. I don't know how you bring him off when maybe he's the only player looking to get things moving a little bit. I don't see how you keep John Nolan or Cole Skews on for 90. To be fair. Especially at 2-0. I mean, at 2-0 down, surely you sacrifice Cole Skews because surely you say, well, do you know what? If you lose, because he's not exactly do, a, he's not a pacey player. He was he? the only one I, you know, I, have to, I feel a bit sorry for him. Other than him, there was no one in the middle there winning any headers. And half the time, he was clattering into two, three players to try and win the header. He's going to leave this pitch today absolutely bruised. Maybe, but that's his, that's his role as a, as, a, as a holder. And I'm sure he's been bruised before. I just felt if you're 2-0 down chasing the game, do you still persist with the, with the holding Midfielder, or do you actually decide? Well, I'd rather go, you know, I'm gonna go down, go down, go down, you know, three nil, four nil, five nil. Fuck it. I mean, you, well, you... to be fair, it should have been five. <laughs> We're fortunate; it was only two. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, so, have we established why Lambert started the season with two holding midfield players? We all scratched our heads, saying, "Why are we playing because down Dan Hughes?" Good enough? And the th- one of the three of Dozel, Nolan and Hughes can't really play in anything else. They're all the same player, aren't they, if you look at them? They're all fanciful players that like to really get in and amongst the ball, can drift in, drift out, but they don't actually want to partake in 90 minutes of football, do they? No. So you, you're suddenly starting to see why I think Lambert has been playing downs and skews for the first 10 games. Everyone was scratching their heads, me and Rob included, and I'm sure yourself. Why, why are we not seeing Hughes and Skews or Hughes and Downs or Nolan and that? You know, do you know what I mean? Maybe this is the reason why, because they, you know, they they need that the blanket of Downs and Skews, so they can come into the game and come out of the game and come into the game. Is this a Rotherham team that just turned up today, or is that what they do every game this season? Because they shouldn't be where they are if that's the way they play. They just come down, don't they? Like we have. They just looked far more in that game than we did. They did. They did. 
Oh, they did. Why was that? Too many reasons. List them. I'm sure the the folks at home can play uh, in, can, can play bingo. They can write down their reasons very quickly now, and then they can tick them off every time they you you now want one of the common ones. Well, we've run through quite a few so far, but just in general, the the lack of movement off the ball, movement with the ball, um, just going round in circles. Uh, they just closed us down at every moment and we just couldn't work away past that. At times they didn't always absolutely, you know, launch themselves at us, gave us space, but they were marking the right areas. We couldn't play our way through. Most of the time the ball was just lumped long to aimlessly to a defence that was happy to accept them balls all day long. Uh, yeah, just uh, shirt tugging that was going on. The physicality, we just weren't there. No, we didn't match them, did we? Didn't match them, not one bit. Not one bit. So, where do we go from here? South End on Saturday. Obviously, a, a big following going down from, from Ipswich. Local derby, as much as a local derby is going to get at this level. Where do we go from here? I won't ask you to pick the team because we will struggle to follow up with with his rotation. Just on the rotation, do you feel the rotation has played any part in, in in the last two games, or do you feel, do you know what actually, it's the same players whether they be, you know, rotated here, rotated there, you know, but it's the same core group of players. And actually, people choose tonight saying it's the rotation's fault. Is a bit misguided, or do you do you agree with that? I think that the main core is still the same. The only problem you're going to have is individuals choosing that I want to be in the team, why am I not in the team, and them getting funny about it. But, you know, if the manager has gone throughout all the players and they know this is the situation and they've agreed to it, then no, there's seriously no problem with that rotation at all. They, they must come in fresher than they would otherwise. And we are only talking one game, aren't we? Yeah. No, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's been any player other than Nozell and Hughes that really have sat out a long list of games. I'm not sure the young lad from Tottenham has George featured out, as no. much as he potentially could have done. That's right. Yeah, but then he didn't really change the game today at all when he came on. He looked lively, but then he decided he wanted to hold on to the ball quite a lot, and then they soon just dived in on him. And would you not have seen, rather have seen Kenlock at left back come on and boot Garvin forward? Considering he was the only one that looked like scoring, <laughs> when you're asking your left back to be the main goal scorer of your team, yeah. you got issues. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. So, as I say, South End Saturday. Bounce back. Can they pull up a team that will bully us like that? Let's hope not. So Campbell wasn't the site. Well, wasn't the stands tonight, as was Ed Sheeran. So uh, obviously, Sol's got the low down on it. Yep. Um, yeah. If I ask you for a prediction, sat here Wednesday night, five past ten, driving home. We're going to be happy. 2-0 win. 2-0 win. Okay, absolutely. I'll take that. Happy days. So, town town winning at the weekend. Mr. Neil Mole says so. Yeah, that's boy. The, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> All the best. All right, join us next week for more Talk of the Town, which is Town Podcast. Uh, join us Friday for a special new spin-off of the podcast. Um, check your subscription boxes if you subscribe to YouTube or Spotify, etc. 
all the relevant channels come Friday morning. Take care, all the best, and I'll leave Neil for the last word. Au revoir.